You're listening to Light Switch the Podcast, hosted by Erica and Sakura, a podcast to help you spark aha moments about career and life through honest conversations between two friends. Light Switch へようこそ。異なるバックグラウンドを持つ二人があらゆるトピックについてディスカッションしていきます。このポッドキャストは日本語と英語でお送りします。Hello everyone! みなさんこんにちは。So, today's episode. We will be talking about changing jobs, or in Japanese, what we call tenshoku.、Mm. The reason why we wanted to talk about this today is because both Erica and I have gone through the process of changing jobs within the last year. Is it correct? Yeah. Yeah. And I think changing jobs can be quite difficult because there's a lot of questions that you need to ask. The process can be quite long and tedious. And I think you do need to put a lot of thought into when you do change a job. So, we wanted to kind of be transparent with our journeys today to help you make the decision, you know, if you are thinking about changing a job or what to even think about before you do that kind of action. So, we want to focus on three things today. First one is why we switched jobs in the first place. Like, what was our reason for doing that? Second is what we learned through those experiences. And lastly, of course, we will share our secret tips with you <laughs> to make sure that you can have a successful job change if that is the thing that you are looking for today. So, Erica, let me just start off by asking you a quick question. Yes.、Um, I want to ask what is your impression of changing、mm. jobs, especially、mm. within Japan? Because、mm. for me, I have just a general stereotypical impression that many people stay very long、mm. at their jobs and are very tenured. In Japan,、hmm. and I'm not sure if switching jobs is kind of an option for many people that they think of. Would you care to give us kind of like your thoughts on that? Of course. First of all, amazing question. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting me ask. Sakura got in a small secret, Noah, ma, tenshu, so mo so mo, do you who ni mirate no ka, nihon de, donna kanja no ka, mina toko da to omon deskedo. 私の意見だとやっぱり日本ってあの終身雇用っていうねあの働いてから退職までですねとりあえずその会社でずっと働くみたいなイメージが結構長くあったんじゃないか、まあ、今でも全然日系の企業はそれがあの制度としてあると思うんですけど私的には最近、まあ、私たちの世代から結構変わってきてるんじゃないかなと思ってて、うん、やっぱり新しいチャレンジを求めてね転職っていう選択を選ぶ人もかなり増えてきてるんじゃないかなっていうふうには思いますね。うん、なるほどね。うんうん、I like the point what you made about like generational differences as well.、Yeah. I think that plays a big part in how we think and why we switch jobs too,、うん、like the values that we have. For example, company loyalty versus、mm. autonomy or challenge. So, thanks for sharing your insight there. Yes, of course. Dewa desne, kyowa, changing jobs, tenshok o to shte, watashi jiga mananda koto, kanjda koto nitsuite, sasaku, hanashite iko kato omoimas. Onegaishimasai. Uh, we both changed our jobs around the same time, like last year, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So, why the heck you changed your job, Sakura? <laughs>、um, could you share with us like, what you're doing before and what you're doing now and why you decided to switch, switch your career? Absolutely. I would be happy to share my story <laughs> Thank with you. you. So, hi everyone. If you haven't listened to our introduction episode, my name is Sakura. Currently working and living in Japan. So, I changed jobs twice already in my career, and let me talk about the latest change that I made. So, at my previous job, I was working for Google Japan, 
and I was working in the a recruiting organization where I helped hire people into the Google Cloud organization. So before I was doing that, I was doing an HR generous role and I wanted to go deeper dive into HR, hence why I took this recruiter role there. And now what I'm doing is a learning and development role at a different American fintech company. So the main reason why I changed jobs, I think it comes down to a couple of different factors. The first and most important one for me was the fact that after like a year of working in that role as a recruiter, I realized that that role wasn't for me. And <laughs> I know that a lot of people probably think, oh yeah, one year is a really short amount of time. Mm -hmm. But I think if you are constantly reflecting and doing the day-to-day -day work and kind of master the job, you kind of get to see how that operates and how that aligns with your values and what you like to do and what you find fulfilling. And unfortunately for me, while I had such an amazing time working at this like incredible company with incredible colleagues, I felt that it was a little bit off working in this specific role. So now that was kind of the challenge for me specifically is leaving Google mm -hmm. because at that time I you know when I joined Google I was like I'm never leaving here this is great like I made it as a lot of people actually do and it's very comfortable at Google like I mentioned the people are amazing honestly there's nothing really to complain about so I really thought I was gonna die working at Google <laughs> but um, because I was unsatisfied with my particular role I did start looking for new challenges. So things I did were, as we mentioned, the first podcast episode, you know, doing a 20% project. I took on a couple of like different projects within the recruiting role that I really liked and enjoyed, but were not specifically related to just the day-to-day -day recruiting. And so much time had passed, about a year and a half, before I realized that no matter how much I was doing in that recruiting role, I wasn't going to be able to add my value um, and like, use my strengths ultimately to be really good at what I think I would be good at, which is not recruiting basically. Mm. So long story short, I basically changed my career. So my role in my company, because I was ultimately unsatisfied with my career trajectory there, as well as I felt a little bit limited. Mm. Like when you're doing recruiting, it is a very specific role in HR. And I would say it's rather hard to break out of the recruiting org. Um, even if you have transferable skills. So that's kind of the reason why I had to make that decision for myself, ultimately mm -hmm. to progress my career and do something that spoke more to me that I felt I could contribute more in, which is learning and development. Yeah. <laughs> あると思うんだけど、やっぱり転職するともっと自分のことが学べるっていうのが大きくて、and for that, I mean, I think there was like three main things that I felt. So the first one is I felt the career is a journey. なんか、なんか大学から卒業して、そうユーグラジュエイトフロムコレッジ、and <笑> 
to not know what you want to do yet. Mm-hmm. It's completely okay to explore different things and challenge yourself in different ways. And you have to let yourself be okay with the fact that you're still on this journey to finding the role that's really right for you. So, I was very struggling with that. But, I was very self-reflecting. これはジャーニーだからまだまだ始まったばかりっていうところを考えながらやっていったのが一つ目かな。That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And the second thing is never get too comfortable. I'm someone who's naturally curious, so that's quite easy for me.、Mm. I get bored pretty easily.、Mm. Um, I'd rather learn a bunch of new skills and really be in the middle of chaos to figure that out and problem solve rather than going really, really deep into something.、Mm. But that's also maybe because I haven't found what I really wanted to do yet.、Mm. But Never getting comfortable is kind of a good mantra for me, at least, to keep learning as an individual and a professional. And third of all, I would say I learned how to prioritize my values. <笑>あの、友達とかもね、え、本当に転職するのって言われたこと結構あるんだけど、もちろんあの嫌味ではなくて、あのやっぱりいいところでてあの就職してるとまあウェルビーイングもいいし、やっぱりスタビリティもある
でそこまで具体的でなくても全然大丈夫でちょっとね少しでもイメージ持ってもらえたらと思うので私の例を共有してみると30年後って私56歳やばいですね<笑>絶対かわいい56歳になってると思うよ<笑>だといいな<笑>まあね56歳になってるので、えー、と私の妄想理想としては、まあ、仕事はもう退職してて、うん、ハワイとかでゆっくりしたねリゾートでまったりビーチでおいしいもの食べたいなみたいな<笑>最高56歳になってたいな<笑>そうだよねでは10年後ってなると私36歳なので、まあ、素敵な家庭をね築いてて、まあ、子供も欲しいなとか思ってるんで子供に3人いて、まあ、赤ちゃん片手に抱えながらパソコン一つでカタカタ働くみたいなかっこいいお母さんになりたいみたいなのが理想で,で場所はねやっぱり私は海とあの太陽がすごい好きなので常夏のとこがいいなみたいな、まあ、こんな感じで自分がこうありたいっていう理想像をねとことん妄想してみる。でそしたらそこに至るまでに今何が足りてないんだっけみたいなところを分析していく例えば10年後の私の例でいくと私は多分この理想を実現するためには日本にはいないだろうなっていうふうに思うので将来的に海外に出ていたいだとしたら次のチャレンジを探す時は、まあ、海外に直接転職をしてみるかもしくは海外赴任をさせてくれそうなところを探すみたいな選択肢が絞れてくるはず。であとパソコン一つで子供を抱きかかえながら働きたいみたいな理想があるのでじゃあもしかしたら自分のビジネスを立ち上げて一人でやってるもしくは完全フルリモートとか働き方も少しずつすぼあの絞れてくるかなと思いますじゃあ自分一人でもしビジネスを立ち上げる可能性があるとしたら今自分に何が足りないかどんなスキルが必要でどんなコネクションが必要かあとどれくらいの資金が必要なんだろうみたいな視点からそこを埋めることができるポジションだったり経験を詰めそうなチャレンジを自分で見つけてくる。That's actually really interesting, Erica, because、yes. to me it feels like you are having a vision or imagining your ideal、mm. life and then working backwards、mm-hmm. and figuring out what are the steps I need to get there.、Yes. Maybe it's not even concrete steps,、mm-hmm. but be, by having that image of your future already, you're kind of orientating yourself to the direction of that ideal life、yeah. that you want to live.、Mm. And I find that particularly interesting because I think I'm the opposite where、really? yeah, I have a hard time imagining what I'm going to be doing you know, 10, 20, 15. <laughs> You know, 40 years from now.、Mm. So I try to see one step at a time. And then hopefully, by doing what I feel is important at that point in my life,、mm. will lead me to the、right. life that I want. So I really like you're, you're way more, I think, analytical about、mm. you know, thinking about your future. And I, I really love that about you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I think I'm more of like a bug calculation type of person、mm. that I set the goal and then just calculate everything. That's a good marketing manager. まあね、こういった形でまずはね自分の理想像を本気で妄想してみるでそれを達成するために、まあ、今足りない部分っていうものをきれいにまとめて、まあ、そこを補えるポジションに挑戦するみたいなのが一つなのかなと思いますでこれと同時に行っていたのが最初に言った2つ目のポイント究極の自己分析っていうところで簡単に言うと、まあ、自分が大事にしていることだったりとか、まあ、好きなことをしっかり知るっていうことでえなぜこれが大切かっていうと人によってモチベーションとかって全然違うと思うのでそこを理解しておくことで、まあ、自分でハッピーに楽しくモチベーション高く働ける環境を作ることができるからだと思ってます私がですね具体的に自分にした質問っていうのは What makes you happy? どんなことが自分を幸せにするのか2つ目は What motivates you? 何があったら自分のモチベーションが高まるのかで3つ目
What I like about my job. What I don't like about my job. 今やってる仕事だったりとか今までやってきた仕事の中で何が好きだったか逆にこれは本当に嫌だったみたいな経験で最後に What matters in my life? 自分の人生で大切なことって何なのか、うんまあ、こういった質問を自分に問いかけてみて正直に答えてみるみたいなことをやったりしててで私は結構紙に書いて図式化をした方が自分の頭を整理しやすいタイプなので、まあ、さっき言った質問に対する答えをねもうとにかく殴り書きして紙に書いてみてでその中で共通点を探して自分を理解するみたいなアクティビティを結構時間をかけてやったりしてました。でこれを整理した後にえ自分が興味あるなって思ってる会社のミッションだったりとかその会社が提供しているプロダクトとかサービスの理念でそのプロダクトやサービスが解決している問題に対して自分の好きって思ってることとかモチベーションと本当につなぎ合わせれるのかみたいなことを検証するっていうのを永遠に繰り返したりとかしてて結構これがあの実際の面接の時にもすごく活かせた気がしてますね。でこの2つのアクティビティをやった後に最後にするのが優先順位付けかと思ってて自分が会社で働く上で、まあ、もしくは起業かもしれないんですけど、まあ、ここでは一度会社に勤めるっていう体で話していくと自分にとって働く会社を決める時に気にするポイントとかってどんなものだろうっていうのを一旦書き出してみる例えば、まあ、お給料とか会社の文化とか会社の規模感あとプロダクトサービスどれくらいの裁量権があるかとか会社の内部のモビリティ実際海外オフィスに行けるかみたいなところいろいろ出てくると思うんですけどある程度書き出したら自分にとってどのポイントが絶対に譲れなくてどのポイントならある程度まあ柔軟に変えてもいいかなみたいなところを、まあ、1から5くらいの,あの順位付けをしてみてランクをつけてみるといいかなと思います例えば給料がこの額以上じゃないと絶対に嫌だどれだけやりがいがあっても嫌だっていうなら1位はもしかしたら給料になるかもしれないし、まあ、こんな感じでですね1から5のランクをつけて、まあ、それを手元に置いておいて会社を調べる時だったり面接した後にその1から5がですねどれくらい満たされるかを自分で次に会社を決める一つの要因にするってことは結構私はやってましたね。Well, thank you, Erica, for all that. I think there's definitely like really large sizes of pieces of information <laughs> in there that I actually want to cover, but I know I don't want to make it too long. But there's two things that really kind of caught my attention about what you mentioned.、Mm. So the first one is about prioritization. I really liked your approach about how you thought about what matters to you, ask yourself those self reflective questions to prioritize what really you know, matters to you and、mm. what is important to your life. And therefore, When you figure that out, it's not just about life, but also about your work.、Mm. Um, so, I kind of like that approach where you know, you cannot have everything. So, you kind of have to prioritize what is you know, the deal breaker for you or not.、Mm-hmm. Uh, the second part that I really loved was about sort of krikaishi.、Mm. Um, like I mentioned in my part too, but I think career you know, changing and building your career is such a journey that just because you, let's say, do this exercise once, That you know, Erica mentioned about you know, going deep, asking、mm. yourself these questions. Like, these things can also change. Your、yeah. answers are going to change. We all ch- always change. Exactly. You know, it may change due to like, economic environment. It、mm. may change because of family situation. It may change just because you found something else that you really, really love. So, I think doing that self reflection. Continuously、mm. is really the key. It's not、mm. just about a one and done thing, but again, keeping in mind that it's a journey 
And whatever you you know do for yourself, it's going to benefit you in the future. So y'all don't need a career consultant anymore. You just got the best hot tips from Erika today. So make sure if you like these, you know, subscribe to our podcast. But yeah, Erika, 本当にありがとうね。Of course. すごくなんか私にも参考になったし、アドバイスだけじゃなくても日本語も結構<笑>これで学べたような気がする。<笑> That's so good to hear. Imagine is mosso. Mosso sutinda. So, if you guys didn't know, Mosul means imagine. <laughs> I was listening to her, like,、oh, I don't know what she's saying. But okay, anyway, Erica, again, thank you just so much for、mm-hmm. all your advice there. Thank so, you for listening. So, folks, today in our episode about changing jobs, we talk about three topics. The first is an example of why someone would change their jobs. Second is what we learned through changing jobs. And then, lastly, is some practical tips that you can take into consideration if you are thinking about a job change now or in the future. Yes, では皆さん、Light Switch Podcast 聞いていただきありがとうございました。Please, please subscribe our channel and connect with us on Instagram as well. We would love to hear your thoughts and ideas about what you want us to cover. We will be waiting for your messages on Insta. <laughs> and also, we would love absolutely if you could leave us a review on Spotify if you enjoyed this podcast. And we are looking forward to seeing you again in our next episode. All right. See you next time. Thank you, guys. Bye.